All right, well, let's look at 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 again. We, um, last week we talked about refuting negative thoughts, and um, we covered a dis- different aspect of that tonight. Some things that we didn't cover last time, but you know, generally speaking, it's covering the same area. Let's look at um, verse 3 there. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Verse 5, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into the captivity or into captivity to the obedience of Christ. In the NIV, it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not uh, the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Verse 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. In the Amplified Classic, let's just read uh, verse 5. It says, inasmuch as we refute, or let's read 4 too. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overflow and destruction of strongholds. Verse 5, inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive to to the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Verse 5 again, let's read that. It says, Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. Now, um, you know, last week we focused on the aspect of this part that uh, or of this, that you, you have thoughts come to you and um, negative thoughts and anything that sets itself up against the Word of God that we, we need to push against that. But we, we, were, we really ended up focusing specifically on um, when things come against you and you're in a situation and they, there's facts. You know, we talked about facts things that are true in the world that are like the snapshot, they're true. Um, and you can have thoughts that agree with the facts, but the truth of the Word of God actually contradicts those facts, and so we need to side in with the truth of God's Word, not the current facts, because the set of facts can change. Okay, we know that. You know, just like, just look at the weather. It changes every day. And if you were to be like, no... I'm basing, you know, I'm basing my next two weeks on the temperature outside right now and the conditions. Well, you would, you know, you go outside today and it's sunny, and it really wasn't, but let's talk about Friday. Friday is going to be sunny, and I mean, it was okay today, but it wasn't, you know, it was still not that warm. 
Friday here in Massachusetts is supposed to be like 71, 72, and partly sunny, which is really good for March. Now, let's say you come to Friday, you go out and you say, it is sunny and 72. So a month from now, I'm doing such and such because it's going to be just like today. Would that be a wise decision? I mean, you can plan, but if you're like, it will be. Uh, you won't even maybe get to Saturday, Sunday, maybe even, I don't even know, I didn't look closely, Friday night, I don't know, it could be different. We know that those facts change all the time. Now, if you're in like Arizona, I was just talking to somebody that was in Arizona, who was it? I think it was, we were having a conversation about Arizona. I mean, been to Arizona once, um, you know, some parts, it's like sunny 300 di- days out of the year. You got a pretty good chance <laughs> that it's, it's going to be like that and it's not going to be raining, you know, it's not going to be cold. Okay, well, here, uh, it's not like that. But it, the point is, you know, even in Arizona, you, you, things are subject to change. Weather's subject to change. We know that with weather. Well, it's just the same with every fact. I mean, you can look outside and say, yes, it is 72. Yes, it is sunny. That doesn't mean it's going to be that two days from now. And just because there's a set of facts in any given arena, health, you know, financially, relationship, does not mean that's the way it's going to be. So just because it's a fact doesn't mean it's in stone. God's truth, on the other hand, is in stone. It won't change. So then we side with the truth, not the facts. And so when thoughts come that are lining up the facts, we still got... And if they're negative, if they're against God's Word, we line up with the truth. And so we focused on that. We talked about the fact that um, Eve was deceived by the serpent, and, they bo- and Adam and Eve, they ate the uh, fruit, and they were tricked by the devil, and that the fact that the devil, he does the same thing to humans that he did then. He runs the same plays. He brings things that are against God's word, that are against the truth, even though there were certain things, you know, the fruit looked good, Satan lied to them, told them different things, they believed it, they, they acted on it, and so they didn't refute those. And we, and we went through some of that. But we really focused on, look, even if the situation's different or it looks a certain way, trust God, believe Him, cast down any thought that contradicts what He said, and He'll bring you through. And that's definitely an aspect. And if you didn't hear that, go back and listen to it. it was, uh, we covered that in detail. And it, um, there was some, some good things that we covered. And I want to focus on, you know, that we could, we could spend a lot of time on different facets of, uh, facets of um, refuting thoughts. But let's go back and read verse 5. I want you to see some, some I have some specific things I want to bring out. Uh, a little bit different angle for this. It says, Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. So it's arguments, theories, reasonings, anything that is contradictory to what God said, it's wrong. If it sets itself up against the truth of God's word, it's wrong. It says we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. So every thought and purpose, away, we, we lead it captive to the obedience of Christ. So every thought that we have, we need to examine it in the light of God's Word. 
And anything that doesn't line up with what, what God has said, we need to actively counter. And the fact is that we have thoughts about everything, all different aspects of life, are going through our brains, our minds, in some way, every part of every day. Somewhere in there, there's stuff that we're thinking and thinking about situations. And we need to look closely at what those thoughts are. Because in any area, um, our thoughts are going to determine how we act. And our perception, our perception of a situation is not based on what is actually there. It's based on how we see what's there. So in every area, as we're dealing with situations, there are thoughts going through our head that are based on actually other thoughts and other understandings. In other words, you have thoughts about, you know, yourself. You have conceptions about your thoughts. So when situations happen that concern you, you think about yourself a certain way because of other thoughts you've already established, because of our other beliefs you've already established. And so then something happens and thoughts go through your head concerning yourself, but those thoughts are actually based on some understanding, some perception. They're, us- they're not actually based on the, the, true, tr- the true situation. They're based on your perception of the situation. And it could be, now listen to this, because this is going to apply to every, every part. I mean, some, some of this is going to apply to everybody. But our, our life in, in, encompasses so much. These could, our thoughts about ourselves and our abilities, we talked about that. We have thoughts that pop in about, our tho- about ourselves. Could be, you know, your capability in a certain area. Could be looks could be a relationship to, you know, how you relate to some organization or how you relate to um, some other endeavor. Like, your, like, how do you see yourself? Could be other people. How do you see yourself in relation to other people? You could think, I, you know, I see myself this way. I don't fit in. Was that true? I mean... Because somebody said something, then your thought is, see, I, they don't like me. But that's a thought. But what is it based on? Is it based on another set of thoughts or beliefs that you're not likable? Or these people just won't accept you? So then when something happens that you perceive as anything like that, you react and you have thoughts that are, they don't like me. When in fact... They just were, you know, you saw a look on their face. And you think that means they don't like me. And really, they had a gas pain or something. <laughs> They're like, I shouldn't have eaten that. And all you see is, hey, it's true. You know, babies, they can't hide that very well. You look at them, they're like, like what's going on? Have a gas pain. Well, adults sometimes aren't so good at hiding stuff. But you know, the devil be quick to tell you, uh, that's because they don't like you. That's because you're ugly. Seriously, I mean, we have thoughts. 
that are based on what? That are going through our head all the time. Our ability to cope with situations. Something comes up and you have a thought, man, there's no way I'm getting through this. Why? Because I just don't handle this well. Why do you think that? You haven't even been through the situation and you can have a thought, I'm not going to make it. Where did that come from? Why? What, what's that based on? See, these type of thoughts, the Bible says we're supposed to cast them down. Something comes, if it doesn't agree with what God said and the way he sees it, in other words, his, his actual platform of truth when it concerns us, if we have a thought that comes in that contradicts that, then we need to put it down. But there's so much of this in every area that's coming through our minds at different areas. And we don't, you know, we, we sometimes don't even realize why we're having a thought. It's because we've accepted, some thought came a long time ago that we accepted. And so we accepted that thought and now we think that's true. Now when another thought comes, we've already accepted this platform. So now, in other words... Like, like an example, I'm not good at such and such because you made a mistake. So you've accepted, I'm not good at this. So something comes up in a situation, your thought is, I won't be able to handle this. Why? Because long ago there was a thought that came in that said you're not good at and you accepted it. So now there's a platform that you're not good at such and such. So then that situation comes up. You haven't even been through the situation. You've already taken yourself out because you say, I'm not good. I won't make it. That's how this builds into our life, layer upon layer upon layer, to where you're operating up here, but you're actually on seven layers or 15 layers of foundation of, could be, I'm talking about in the negative, of stuff that you accepted over time that's actually not true. You're, you actually could cope with this situation. You actually could go through it. And physically and mentally and emotionally, you are capable fully, but you go in, the thought comes, I can't do it, and you're like, I can't do it, and you follow that, and then you can't do it. It had nothing to do with your ability to do it. Yeah. You, but the thought could come in, and you say, no, I absolutely can do it. And in a certain situation, you may have failed in that situation the last nine times. You know, you got in this meeting and you feel like, I, I don't know what to say here. And you go in and so that's, you know, they come to me and I freeze when people talk to me or something. That's what you've told it. So last nine times it's like that. You could go in going, that's not going to happen. No, I have the tongue of the learned. I'm going to, I can speak and I, I will do it. And you go into one and lo and behold, you handle it just fine because actually you could have handled it all the time just fine. But you accepted a wrong thought. You accepted it. I couldn't do it. So these thoughts, this is what holds us in life. We can talk about our ability to be disciplined. I, I just, I, 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 you know, this, this is my weakness. This, you know, this area is my weakness. I just, I, I, I can't do it. You know, ice cream's my weakness or chocolate chip cookies are my weakness, right? You know, donut, I see a donut, I just, or, you know, whatever, certain activity or whatever. I see shopping's it, you know, whatever. Okay, so we've accepted something. I heard, I saw the example of this one time. Somebody's, you know, talking about what, so you, you've accepted, you cannot do this. I, I just can't stop this habit, whatever it is. That's a thought, the thought comes... If, if I come into contact with this, I just can't do it. 
And somebody used this example. So, so if you had, you were about to, you know, let's say, whatever, partake of whatever it is. You're going to eat a certain food or something. And, you know, you're trying not to eat that. And you're about to eat it, and then you feel something cold and metallic and hard pressed against your temple, and a voice that says, take one bite of that, I'll blow your head off. Do you think you would have the ability not to take that bite? Everybody said, well, yeah. Okay, but in normal circumstances, you don't. More positive example... Somebody says, if you can refrain from taking, do it, you know, whatever, doing this activity, eating this, for the day, you get a thousand bucks. Do you think you can make it through the day? Absolutely. And then tomorrow, do the same thing, another thousand bucks. Do you think you can do it? Hey, I'm... <laughs> I'm getting, this is looking pretty good, yeah. And if you make it through a week, you get a bonus of 5000 All in. What happened to I couldn't do it? <laughs> At that point, what, seriously, what happened to I just can't? All of a sudden, that, that got traded with, oh yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> Let's go. Right? Because, did the facts change? I mean, did the circumstance change as far as your actual ability to act. No, you just decided, I can do it, right? What, we're going to do it. Why? Because there was something you decided that's worth it. I'm going to do it. But that doesn't give you the ability to do it. That's just how you look at it. You actually had the ability to do it. And if we were to say, no, cast that down. Yes, I can do it. Didn't say it was easy. But if we said we could and believed it, we actually had the ability to do it. All the time. You know, we can have thoughts about how we're perceived by others. We talked about this a little bit. You know, you think, you go into a default, uh, a default um, way of thinking when you get into a new group of people. How do you think about it? Go into a group, well, they're not going to like me. Oh, that's that type of person. I usually don't get along with them. Because that's pretty self-fulfilling prophecy. You go in thinking you're not going to get, they're not going to like you, you give off the vibe that probably not likable. You shake your hands different, you hold yourself different, right? Whereas if you go in thinking, everybody likes me. <laughs> Why wouldn't they like me? What's not to like? You know, I'm not, not that you want to get everything. But if you go in, you know, when you're in a room and you're like, hey, how are you? It doesn't mean they're actually, maybe, maybe they wouldn't like you, but... You give yourself, I mean, you're not, no, not everybody's going to like everybody all the time. Okay, but you're going to give yourself uh, a lot better chance of succeeding. And if somebody doesn't like you, that's their problem. And if you have that attitude, well, it's their problem. It's not my problem. You're going to come off a lot different. Your relationship's going to be a lot different. But again, if the thought comes, I just don't do well in this situation. I don't like it. Then, again, that thought, we have to do something with these type of thoughts, and they come to all of us in so many areas, you have to do something with that thought, not buy it. And the reason you're buying it is because there's other things that we bought, and we have to decide that what God said is right. And so when the thought comes, first of all, we have to realize these are coming. We have to, we, we need to, all of us, because I, I, we, we're tormented way too much with thoughts 
that are negative about stuff that just isn't true, doesn't have to be true. Again, it may look true and it may have been true the last 15 times. That doesn't mean it's true for all time in all circumstance. In other words, it's subject to change. So if we believe it, if we, if we accept it and we are accepting it, number one, we need to realize that that's what's going on. That those thoughts are coming and I'm not actually refuting them. It's like I have a blind spot. I'm just taking that as truth. I don't even understand that I'm thinking it. I don't actually even really understand that that's a thought. I'm just thinking that's the way it is. So no, I, you know, I'm going to situation. I can't handle this. Oh, I, they don't, they're not going to like me. It's just, instead of wait, what, what? That, you know, looking at the thought going, wait a minute, that's, where did that come from? That's not true. And you can have a counter thought. Well, that's absolutely true. <laughs> Last three, four people, they don't like you. Again, where did that come from? So we have to stop and go, no, I'm not going to believe that anymore. I'm going to believe that God loves me. He accepts me. I more than likely have somebody in my life that loves me. I mean, if, you, if you're listening to this, we love you. If you're online, we love you. So we don't, you, maybe you, we haven't met you. We still love you. And if you reach out, we'll touch base with you. But everybody that we know, we love you. So you got, you know... Shelly and I love you. I know there's other people that if, if, we're, if, they, if you know them, they love you. So it's just not true that people don't love you. So you know there's some people that love you. So now don't ever buy that lie that, well, just nobody loves me. That's a lie. But then nobody's going to like me. That's not true. But we have to do something with these actively. Or, or they're just going to rain. They just bounce around. And we accept truth after truth. Or, or we accept things at tr- as true. They're actually lies, but we accept these things. Lie, 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 lie. And not even aware that that's what's going on. Not even aware that, that we haven't refuted something. Let's insert this while I'll give you some more examples. But Ephesians 4, uh, verse 20. Let's go to verse 22 for the sake of time. That you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed. Be renewed. Don't let this be too simple for you. Because, you know, we're just talking about nuts and bolts of what's going on in our thought process that came in that we, if, if, if it's not true, it's, it's negative. If it's negative at all, you need to seriously look at it. Look at it on the microscope. If it is a negative thought, what is it about? Because, okay, so not everything's going to be roses all the time. You may have done something wrong and that sounds negative, but if it's truly, if it's true, fine, fix it. A negative would be you're never going to be able to do it right. You know, it's not a negative thought that, hey, you made a mistake here. Okay, yeah, welcome to the club. Everybody makes mistakes. Don't be like, well, I just can't think. No, I do everything right. We know that's not true, too. We know we don't do everything perfect all the time, so let's, let's separate the two. But a negative, like, pessimistic outlook, if there's something like that going through our head, because there's so much of that in the world all the time about everything. And it's skewed. It's so skewed. I mean, it's like, you know, from certain sources, everything is negative about this all the time, and that's just not true. 
You know, the news is negative in certain areas all the time. Even you know, wouldn't say the positive, even if it were there anyway, because we're not going to do that. So if there's something negative, we need to seriously look at it and then do something with it, because if we just accept it, then we're going to get the same result that we've ha- been getting. Verse 23 says, Be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. In the Amplified, it says, Be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. Be continually renewed. So this is a process whereby when something comes in, we have to look at it. You know, start with an area and go in this area, man. I'm looking, I'm looking at these thoughts. Wait a minute, that's lie, lie, lie. Okay, I'm going to change it here. And it says, in the spirit of your mind, that's talking about your attitude, your, your mental state, having a fresh, unvarnished attitude. Mental and spiritual attitude, un, untarnished. So you're having... It, our thoughts don't... We don't have to have these toxic thoughts that try to get into our head through the world. The world is a lot of toxicity. I mean, not just now. I mean, it always has been. There, there's so much negativity and um, defeat and depression, discouragement in the world. I mean, just, just the, people don't think there's anything real or good in the world at all. I'm talking not, not, not in 2022. I'm talking about all the time. People think you can't have good. They don't know God. So if we're always having thoughts that are negative about something, then it's, it's not God. So we have to look at it and say, wait a minute, I got to change that. I got I to gotta take it and I got to put it down, but I got to counter and, say, and question it. And just choose to believe the truth anyway, in spite. That's called, that's called renewing our mind. That's called exchanging the thoughts that, that are, are toxic or, or negative with godly thoughts, which are always uplifting and positive. Again, that doesn't mean, you know, God could never correct you with something. Hey, you can do this better, but it's not going to be, you just can't do it. See, that type of condemnation, that's never from God. Because God's going to be like, hey, it's like a coach, Okay. You can correct this. You can do this better. Here, let me show you. Let me help you. Here's your goal. God is not in the business of destroying people's self-esteem. That's not God. He's not going to be like, you're dummy, you're never going to go anywhere. No, he's going to be like, hey, son, daughter, this, if you did it this way, it would work better. And if you had something that was wrong in your life, the Bible already said, don't do it. Take away the condemnation. Your conscience is going to bother you, so just ask God to help you to go in the right direction and then set your will and go in that direction. And don't turn from it. Just start going in that direction. Put it down and start going. And thoughts that come up to the contrary, just, no, you can't do it. We already talked about that. No, we can do it. Through Christ we can do it. Let's put our our, um, minds on Him. And believe that he can help us. You can have thoughts that, that pop up about other people. Your family, your church family, your friends, your co-workers. You can have a negative thought come about them. They're this and this. Well, they don't, not just they don't like you, something wrong with them. Well, I don't know, you know, they're probably 
this way, or a judgmental thought. Ask yourself, where did that come from? There is a devil, and he does try to divide people. Don't accept it as true. You have something pop in, well, I bet you there's such and such. You ought to ask yourself, where did that come from? What is going on? What, you know, you have an accused, uh, accusing thought. Well, they, or, you know, well, it's accusing, but, you know, they, you know, your spouse, well, they never do this. See, but they never do that. Well, maybe true, but what's the, is that going to get you anywhere, thinking like that? So they, they, they're not doing it now. Well, I have a right to think that way, because, I mean, they should do that. Well, who said they should? Well, the Word said they should, but is that your job to try to do that, because is that working for you? I'm talking to all of us. I mean, we all... It, it, you want them to change, and so the way to get them to change is to tell them what they're not doing. How many of you, you love that plan of action on yourself? When you know you're not doing something, you just love it when somebody comes up and just tells you what you're not doing and how you're not... Did that, and that totally motivates you to get going, right? Not me. I'm sure most of you, maybe some of you like that. I don't think so. Let me show you. Who, who likes that? Okay, nobody in this room, maybe somebody raised their hand online. Most people don't like to just be told everything they're doing wrong. Well, your spouse or your family probably doesn't either. So when a thought pops in, yeah, I ought to tell them this, think about it. Is that going to bring you closer or further away? Is that really, is that a good thought? Or maybe it's a thought that sounds self-righteous and like you're doing the right thing, but actually it's just going to divide you. Well, I think I ought to say so, you know, tell so and so this. They need to be straightened out. Think about it. That thought, if it's a negative, it does it, is it, does it need to be acted on? And if it's just something, maybe it's none of your, none of your business to correct it all, and you just need to deal with it the way we're talking about their thoughts, cast it down and go on. Don't let that bounce around your head. Just, you're, you're getting uh, madder and madder. Uh, and there's nothing happened. I, I heard this story recently. There was a, this is a, just a story. It's not a true account, as far as I know. But there's this, uh, you know, guy, I don't know what is, a salesman or whatever, and he gets stuck out in the country, and his car breaks down. It's not working. And he goes and looks at, in the, um, in the, in the, and the engine, but I, I don't know if it had to do with the engine or what, but he, he needed a, he figured out he needed a wrench. And, but he's in the middle of nowhere, he doesn't have one. And so he looks up, and there's a, there's a farmhouse up the road, and he can see the light, he can see the light, and it's, this is late at night, and it's raining. And the guy's like, well, maybe the farmer, maybe I can borrow it from him. And so he starts walking toward it, and the guy, and so then he starts walking toward the house. And so he sa- then he starts thinking about it, and he's like, well, what if the guy, what, what if he doesn't have a wrench? Maybe he doesn't even have one. And he's like, well, but, you know, I'll go anyway. And so he goes, well, what if, you know, it's, it's, in, it's really late at night. What if he, he doesn't, he's mad because he doesn't want to, you know, he's grumpy. He doesn't, he doesn't want to get out of bed. And so I go talk to him, and, and he doesn't want to give it to me. And then I'm like, well, what, I couldn't, and he starts playing it in his head, but I, you know, I, I'm stuck out here. And what, you have a wrench and you're not going to give it to me? 
Well, why would he do that? Because, I, I mean, clearly I'm, I'm stranded, and I can't, I mean, it's raining, and I, I, I can't, I mean, what? It, it pains you to get out of bed, and that's just such a big deal to you, and he's walking, and he's thinking everything. And finally, he, you know, he's thinking about all this stuff, and he gets up to the door, and he rings the doorbell, and the guy comes down, and the guy goes, you can keep your stupid wrench, I don't want it anyway, and walks away. And the guy never had a chance. He did this all in his head. There was none of it that was true. He didn't give the guy a chance to answer or anything. Because he just made this all in his head. Well, that's the way it is with people a lot of times. We have these thoughts, and where did that come from? And we don't stop to say, is that true or not? We We just start acting on it. Same thing with your future. You have a thought. How are you going to do this? What's this going to look like? How are you going to pay for this? Oh, gas prices are this. What's going to happen? And you can start, you start having these things. Well, we, ought to, we need to check them. What is that painting a picture of? Is it true? Is it God? Is it fear? Don't accept it as true. Don't accept it as inevitable. We have, to, we have to do something with those thoughts. Same thing with our bodies. You have a thought. You have, you know, something shows up somewhere on your body. You know, a, a bump or something. And a thought can pop into your head. Yeah, cancer or whatever, you name it. You're going to have to, oh, and this, all the stuff can start going before you, what that's going to mean. Those thoughts can come like a flood. So what do you do? Just say, like, and it can seem like it's inevitable. That's what's going to happen. What do we need to, to realize and, and take a look at it and say, wait a minute. There is nothing at this point that supports that, and we know what God said about it, so I have, to, I have to disconnect from that, otherwise it can just start rolling around, and it can start tearing me up when there's actually nothing. There's, there's no truth to it. You say, well, I have a doctor's report. They said such and such. Okay, so that's a snapshot. But then there's thoughts about that, but then there is what God said, and this is where then we have to say, wait a minute, there's that negative thought. What am I going to do with that? Am I just going to let it rattle around because it'll just get worse? So how we're looking at our situation is, is totally based on how we've processed information in the past and how we're processing it now. It may be it may be that there was a painful moment sometime in your past that left such an impression when anything like that happens, you automatically have a bunch of thoughts, lots of, lots of feelings, and it has actually nothing to do with what's actually in front of you right now. But it feels so real because it's based on something that was in the past. So what do we need to do? These things that, that come up that are, are reasonings. Then the Amplified says... Arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud, lofty thing that comes up, 
It may be in your own head. It may be something that you hear. It may be something that somebody else says to you, or that's just an impression. And it doesn't matter what the source is when, you, when we identify them. When we, when we realize that is going through my head. Then we need to do something. And not just let it stay there and question it and push back against it. But number one, we need, to, we need to know that these things are there. We need to look at them. And when we see them, do something about it. Not accept them. And I think there's so much of that that because we've accepted other layers, we're accepting the current state of affairs. It doesn't have to be that way. So we start pushing back one layer at a time. Push back, unroll it, and start replacing it with what God said. And God's truth then starts, then things that when we come into a situation where it used to be we react a certain way because of such and such, now we, we start building in to where, no, God said this, so when the thought comes negative, we say, no, but God said, so then I'm going to think here. And we actively say what He said. We actively say the truth, so now the same situation that used to just completely tie us in knots, we had thoughts, we had sweats, we didn't know what to do because of a way of thinking, because of what God said. Now we start saying, well, we see that same situation, the thought may come that something's negative, but we say, no, but God, but God, but God, and now we expect something different. We go into the situation different, and we walk through it different, and we, ex- we have a different, completely different experience. And that's God's will, is that, that more, more and more that happens. Amen? Amen. It's a process, but God's faithful to help us and to bring us up. Amen.